um, in this province. So um, we're looking at how we can uh, further support those vendors in that community in Victoria as well. Um, the homeless deaths report was the first foray for megaphone into advocacy. And I think it's been something I think we've been, we've been talking and thinking about a long time. How can we lend our voice um, that we've, the, you know, the, the experience and the knowledge that we've accrued over the last eight years to really start, start to push on key issues um, and key points that, you know, maybe are being missed in this city. And homeless deaths was one where we saw that there was a gap in, in how we were talking about this issue and a gap in how the, the accounting and the, the data was coming out. So I think Megaphone is going to be looking at other ways that we can really put some pressure on our government so that, that we really continue to talk about homelessness and, and really begin to still stay shocked about this issue and still also but stay hopeful too that homelessness can be ended. It, sh it should absolutely be ended in, in this province, in this country, and it can be with the resources, with the attention, um, with a plan. So we're going to keep pushing for that, and we, we're going to keep providing support for our vendors so that we can see their sales grow, um, and we can keep seeing the change that, that uh, we know can happen with them. Mm. Thank you so much for giving an interview today. Yeah, thanks so much for, talking uh, to you. for talking to me. That was Sean Condon from Megaphone Magazine. Thank you for listening to The Social Focus. Coming up next is Peanut Butter and Jams. Hey! Let's talk about food and music, eating and grooving, munching and moving, forking and spooning, listening to tunes, yeah, dinner's on soon, and to get ready for, ready for, peanut butter and jams. You're listening to Peanut Butter and Jams with host Brenda and Jordy on CITR 101.9. Exploring local music and local food. Tune in to learn about the best eats and tunes from your neighborhood. And a weekly pairing for your date calendar. Warning. The endorsements and criticism expressed during the show are the opinions of the host, unless clearly identified as advertising. Put in your earbuds and fire up your taste buds. It's peanut butter and jams. Hi, everybody. We are here for our... Our Christmasiest episode, I guess. This is our Christmasiest episode, Brenda. Yeah, our next uh, time slot is on the 25th, and the building is locked, so we will not be here, but CITR will have an amazing, random, and surprising Christmas mix for you. And uh, we'll, we'll, we might play some of the stuff that will appear on that mix anyways mm -hmm. today, because we're going to be playing local Christmas music. I always listen to CITR's mix on the 25th and 26th because Christmas music drives me crazy and this stuff is uh, very amusing and surprising. So it's, it's amusing and it, it's, not the sa it's not just like the same 20 Christmas songs that you hear every year all the time. It's um, Sometimes there's covers of them, but um, they sound different when mm -hmm. they're done by local bands and stuff. So yeah, I mean, you'll still hear all the Christmas songs anyways because... And a lot of sound You'll wander art. around town at some point. Mm -hmm. Sound art and weird variations on Christmas songs. Uh, what have we got planned for the show today? 
Well, we're going to hear from Darcy Broach, Jordy's fiance. That's correct. And uh, Jorcy and Darcy. Jorcy and Darcy. Jorcy and Darcy. Jordy and Darcy went Jersey to and Darty, a that would be. gin yeah. tasting. Yes. Um, we went to the uh, release of Old Tom uh, Gin, which is uh, being put out by uh, the Liberty Distillery, which is on Gravel Island. And we'll talk about that more uh, when we have Darcy on the phone. But uh, what else? Anything else planned? Uh, Jordy's going to talk about the Sunnyside Cafe. Oh, yeah. I'm going to talk about that. He's so excited. And the changes in their menu. We'll probably also just talk about some Christmas stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Baking, It's going to be a relaxed show. Yeah, pretty relaxed. Buttered rum. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, you want to hear a song? This is one of my favorite Please. local band Christmas songs. Who uh, is it? This is Machu Picchu, who broke up, but um, not before they released this song. Um, all I want for Christmas is a hoverboard.
Come down to the Hindenburg for CITR's Battle of the Bands, Shindig. Three bands play every Tuesday night. Come for cheap beer, free pool, a great stage, and one of Vancouver's best local music showcases. Tickets are $6 at the Hindenburg 23 West Cordova. Every Tuesday until December 16th, with semifinals resuming in the new year. CITR would like to congratulate Feng Shui for moving on to the Shindig semifinals. This Tuesday, December 16th, come to the Hindenburg with soulful hip-hop from Purple Heart Social Club, New Wave from Raised on DJs, and Poppy Garage Punk from The Clothes.
we are back. That was Armenian Christmas uh, by Needles Pin Needles Pins Needles and Pins. I don't I don't know how to say how to say their band name. Um, before that was uh, the All I Want for Christmas is You by Fanshawe, and before that was All I Want for Christmas is a Hoverboard by Machu Picchu. All those songs are on the Eggnog Experience, um, which is a really great local Christmas compilation. Mm-hmm. And this compilation was part of a web series uh, of a radio station at Christmas going under and the interpersonal issues uh, that was actually filmed here at CITR. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And the, this building's not going to be here much longer, so it's uh, it'll be become a part of our history. So you'll have to watch the web series. The one disorienting thing is people will go around the hallway and then suddenly they're in a different building. And you're like, wait a minute. That's not where that door leads. Exactly. Um, but we have a guest on the air. Darcy, can you hear us? I can. Hi. This Hello. This is my, my lovely fiance, Darcy. Uh, I made you watch the eggnog experience once, didn't I? Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty funny. A lot of local comedians. Lots of people from the Sunday service. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us about this event that you went to. Uh, yeah, so it was um, an event at Liberty Distilleries on Granville Island. And it was their, I guess, one-year anniversary of how, how long they've been open for. And they had a new batch of gin out that they were showcasing and making cocktails. So we got to drink a bunch of free cocktails, and they were all really delicious. Yeah, and we got it like full tours of the space. It was It's a really interesting space. Um, the front is like a, it's kind of a nice looking bar. And then the back is like an actual full distillery that you can, where they age stuff. They do the distilling. They do the mashes there. So, yeah. And all their, all their machinery is really cool to look at too. Cause it's all like really shiny copper. Apparently they got it custom made. So it's, it's pretty cool to look at. So how many things are they distilling and how long is the process? Um, so when we were there, they were distilling some whiskey, um, that was already in barrels. And I think it had only been in a barrel for, I think less than a year. So they have a ways to go with that. Uh, they were, um, they were aging it. They weren't actually distilling anything yeah. actual while we were actually there, but they were, they just do it during the day and then they had the stills shut down for the night. But yeah. And then I think they had some, um, some, some gin and some vodka. Is that right? Uh, they had. Yeah, he opened up a a batch of, I think it was a batch of vodka that, um, like the the one of the distillers there opened up a batch of vodka and was like, this giant barrel is full of vodka. Here, smell it. And then kind yeah. of, we kind of like and waved then it our, really smelled like vodka. And I was like, whoa, that's really strong. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so there was um, yeah, there was just uh, I think a few uh, batches of gin and then the whiskey that they were doing. Um, and how long does gin take from start to finish? I think they said it takes a few weeks. Okay. Or a week? It takes, um, well, you distill it first just the same way you'd make vodka, but then you age it in um, various herbs and berries, juniper berries, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And that takes, that aging process, I think, takes an additional two to four weeks, depending on what you're going for. So they've been yeah, really... and they they had their signature gin that they were um, showcasing that night that was uh, barrel aged, and so that presumably was aged a little bit longer than the other ones too, since it was put into a 
oak barrel. Yeah, that was a, that was a unique one. That was it was a gin that was made like a gin would normally be made, and then it was also aged in an oak barrel, mm-hmm. um, which gave it a kind of almost whiskeyish quality to. Yeah, it to, to it definitely tasting. had a whiskey flavor to it, and uh, yeah, it was quite delicious. I could drink it straight. It was called uh, Old Tom's Gin. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Darcy loved it. She bought a bottle. I did. And what were the different cocktails? Um, I don't remember the names of any of them, but I can describe them. Um, So the one that they made with the Old Tom Gin was, uh, it was kind of like a cold uh, mulled apple cider. So it was um, unpasteurized apple juice, um, the gin, some ginger syrup, I believe, Mm -hmm. um, Cranberries. cranberries and lemon zest and that was quite good oh and a cinnamon stick it sounds great it was pretty tasty yeah that one was great and then we had another one that was um made with a jalapeno syrup and that was with oh one yeah of their... it was spicy it was like um it was um sweet but also quite spicy it had like mm-hmm. a habanero um syrup or Jalapeno. Was it jalapeno? I thought, I'm sure it was habanero. No, it was jalapeno. Um, we'll have to agree <laughs> to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was really good. That would, that stood out as, um, as we both said that was uh, one of our favorite ones there. Yeah, it's a really neat space if you haven't been there before. Um, it's right next to, um, it's on Granville Island, um, down uh, like down down an alley behind the kids store, um, not very not a very far walk from there, um, and yeah, it is a really cool space. Yeah, there's it's it's a bar, um, and then there's the but you can buy their gin there too. It's a bar, but they do off sales of specifically their products if you're looking for any of it, and you can also try it all there too. I don't know if they offer it tasting for free, but you can buy some of it. And uh, mm-hmm. they they don't just have this old Tom gin; they have quite a few different ones. Um, and they're expanding their line as they go. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember what some of the other ones were? There was a. I remember that there was a specifically interesting gin that I thought um, was was oh, pretty cool the, because it was the made gin from... that had like twenty four different herbs picked from wild from BC. Yes, it had like a, a, um, a bunch of different, a whole bunch of different herbs, and everything, every ingredient in it was from BC. So it's a really unique gin um, mm-hmm. that you can only get here in in bc which is cool um it, it also ended up tasting a little different from um more british style gins that i think yeah. i've tasted more regularly and the cool thing was that we talked to the distiller about that one and he said that he actually handpicked all of the wild ingredients himself which was Wow. Yeah, he said he went. How much work must have gone into that? He he said they bought maybe like one or two of the ingredients um, because they don't grow in BC except Mm -hmm. on farms. But a lot of it he picked in his parents. Like his parents have a big yard apparently, and he went to there and like foraged a whole bunch of it, and then like went for some walks in the woods and got some of the rest of it. It sounded really like a like a really fun process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Do you remember any of the other ones? I don't. There was I can, definitely those ones a are vodka. The ones that stand out to me. I'm just gonna bring up the website. Uh, Truth vodka. Truth vodka. Yes. Was that it? Which was it's a vodka. It was fine. 
Mm-hmm. I don't think I tried that one. I had a sip of it, but it, it, it's a vodka. It's not that exciting. It was the Endeavor Gin. Yeah. It's the one that um, involved a lot of different... Um, that uh, it was an endeavor to make. It was an endeavor to make, exactly. An elaborate <laughs> blend of 12 traditional botanicals. Nice. Oh, uh, there's actually two Endeavor gins. I, I meant there's in the in there's the normal Endeavor, which I didn't try, but then there's Endeavor Origins. Which has 25. Yeah, which has 25 yeah, and they're all from BC. That's, 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 the, one. The, that's nice. the one you want, the Endeavor Origins. Or the Old Tom, if it's still there and if you can get it. Yeah, they said they only had a few barrels made of it and they were expecting to only have like 300 bottles to sell. Yeah, nice. which so is why I bought one. When it's sold out, it'll, <laughs> it'll be gone. They also have white whiskey there too, if you are interested in that sort of thing. What is that like? I don't love white whiskey. Um, it's So if you don't know what white whiskey is, it's... When whiskey is made, first it's like made like beer, and then it's that beer um, is distilled into um, a, a liquor, which at that point is white whiskey. And then if you want to make it normal whiskey, you age it for three years in some barrels. Mm-hmm. But if you don't want to make it normal whiskey, you can call it white whiskey and sell it. And it's whiskey without the aging. So oh. it's got a... It's got a harsher taste to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not terrible. It's not great, though. Mm-hmm. Kind of somewhere between okay. vodka and and whiskey in flavor, in my mind, anyways. Great. Um, so it looks like you can get these at various liquor stores around town. Yeah, um, I actually have a list. You can go to you can go there um, to uh, to Lib- to the Liberty Distillery or the Liberty Wine Merchants. They're owned by the same people. Um, they all, but they also have them at places like um, Legacy, Brewery Creek, um, many different liquor stores floating around town, um, uh, Vintage Spirits, Strathcona Ale and Wine. Um, it, it is definitely the more one of the more high end types of of liquor that you yeah, can it find. won't be cheap to buy, but it'll be worth it. Yeah, it's very good. And then also, um, there's a note here that you can actually get it. Uh, they have it on the bar at a bunch of different bars in town, including places like Poorhouse, um, Blacktail Florist, uh, Sandbar. So if you just want to, if you happen to be in a place like that, you can you can get it there too. Mm-hmm. And I know we've talked a lot about the craft beer revolution here in Vancouver, but the latest thing is distilleries popping up everywhere. Well, at least the latest thing I'm excited about. Oh, there's lots. <laughs> it is the latest thing. It yeah. is. So there's um, I probably five or six distilleries that are relatively new throughout Vancouver. Yeah. And I think uh, our intention is to slowly review them one by one. Yeah, Liberty's the first one we got around to because mm-hmm. they invited us out. But um, I do plan on making a trip out to Odd Society at some point and... Long table. Long table, yeah. And there's the the one on Hornby, downtown Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what that one's called. I was yes. hoping you Oh, would. and there's one in Yale Town too. See, they're just popping up. And then there's yeah. also the one that's been around the longest, in at least as far as I know, in BC, uh, which is Victoria. Mm-hmm. Victoria um, Gin. Makers of Victoria Gin. They all, who had an oak aged gin. Um, they did it first. It was. It, very good. Oh, I think I tried that at the Hopscotch Festival last year, and it was really nice. Yeah, the Endeavor one is, yeah. is um, doesn't taste exactly the same, but it's a similar style mm-hmm. of 
Great. Of uh, of whiskey, gin, gin. It's not whiskey. Gin. Yeah. Whiskey gin. <laughs> whiskey gin. That's what I call it. Um, so we're having a show where we talk about Christmas. Uh, Darcy, um, mm-hmm. what have you been doing for Christmas so far? Um, I don't know. I've I've been sitting in the living room with the with the tree, Christmas lights and the tree on, so that feels pretty Christmassy. You listen to any Christmas songs? <laughs> um, well, uh, someone sent me the video to Wham last Christmas, and so I watched that, and that someone was Jordy, so that felt was, pretty Christmassy as well. Was me. Um. Other than that, I think I've just been embracing Christmas flavors when I choose to eat or drink places. Mm-hmm. Well, you always so. embrace Christmas flavors. You like nutmeg yeah, and cinnamon. Now and... I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm drinking more, you know, Winter dark ales. beers and chocolate porters and all that good stuff. Well, uh, thanks so much for talking to us. Um, we will let you get back to uh, dinner. Or has dinner already happened? Not yet. Okay, we'll let you get back to dinner. Okay. Say hi to your family for me. I will. Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye. If that sounded weird, um, Darcy is at a family dinner right now, and I can't go to it because I'm on the radio. Doing very important things. Very important radio things, like playing a cover of Last Christmas. Great. See how I tricked her into talking about it there? Very nice. That's good. So this is... uh... Oh boy, I need to put my glasses on. This is a last a last cover of Last Christmas by White Poppy. It is from an album that she organized called uh, or Crystal or Dorval from White Poppy organized called Whiteout and it's experimental covers of holiday classics. Many of these are Vancouver bands, not 100%, but a lot of them are. Um there's in addition to White Poppy, there's also Prophecy Sun, uh Waters uh, Ginseng, Thin Gaze, Velvet Glacier. I, I don't know where some of these bands are from, but I know I recognize some of their names. Uh, but yeah, let's check out. Let's check out Last Christmas.
From Portland, indie artist Sally Ford tours in support of her new album, Slapback. Sally Ford comes to the Media Club with openers Old Light this Friday, December 12th. Doors are at 7 and 